0: Bloody Elbow presents Care, Don't Care, the show that determines the most and least interesting fights on upcoming UFC events and sometimes strays outside of MMA into general pop culture. Here are your hosts, Steffi Haynes, John S. Nash, and Eugene S. Robinson.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Care, Don't Care, the show that previews the week's upcoming UFC events by determining which fights are hot and which fights are not. I'm Steffi Haynes, and I'm joined by Eugene S. Robinson, author of Fight Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About Ass Kicking But We're Afraid You Get Your Ass Kick For Asking, and host of the Show Stomper Podcast, co-host of the If The Shoe Fits Podcast, owner and operator of the Eugene S. Robinson Substack and All Around Badass. I'm also joined by John Nash. Host of the Show Money podcast, co-host of the If the Shoe Fits podcast, owner and operator of the Hey Not the Face podcast, and Bloody Elbow's chief financial columnist. Now he's not an all-around badass like like Eugene, but he's he's a pretty cool dude. <laughs> now today we're looking ahead to, to UFC, Ve- uh, not Vegas, UFC two eighty three, but first. Let's see how we did on last night's card. And God damn it, John won the week again. Already. it
2: again. He didn't win it last time.
1: But when you only make two picks, it's kind of hard not to win, right?
2: Well,
3: no, it's, it's harder. Very hard. I have oh, more, less on. options of making a comeback. Oh, that car, that you, card was, you, you know
1: what? You're only... You were only marginally better than us.
3: Marginally. Well, that card was only marginally better than a, than a not a card.
2: I have to tell I have to tell you I'm enraged about the fight, but it, it, uh, you know it's you know it, this this is the age of the the influencer fighter, and uh, uh, I would be okay with with Sean Strickland eking out a win. But those scores weren't in eke-out scores, and I don't see him. I'm I'm not seeing it. So we got the guy with the slick, the slick talking guy with the fast mouth. Oh, he wins. He's back on the winning path again. Stop it. Stop wait, wait,
3: it. I, I didn't see that. I I turn, I got so bored with that main event. I turned the channel to the top rank card, and uh, <laughs> so I didn't see. Did he? So Strickland Sh- won that fight.
1: Yes, he did, and he oh. he won it. Listen, he did win convincingly because the only round that I could really give to Imavov comfortably was the fifth round. But let's, let's, uh, yeah, let me go ahead and get us going. Let's go ahead and start breaking down that particular fight. Eugene, what did you see in the fight besides that you thought he was eking the rounds? I thought he had a pretty good, uh, one, two, and three, four. It looked like he was, um, slowing down a little bit. And five was definitely Imavov's, but he Imavov seemed to, um, hold his, his gas tank a little better than Sean did, but I mean, Sean's in there at 204 pounds on four days notice. So,
2: well, I, I mean, I'm listening to the commentary, which I did, I did last night and I'm like, Oh, I see. We're back to this again. The fix is the fix is, I mean, they're calling a fight that I'm not seeing, you know, it, up to and including, Oh, uh, Strickland's really going forward now. At a moment where Strickland was very specifically backpedaling, so I don't know. Maybe there's latency issues. Maybe there's a lag between what what I'm seeing and what they're saying. But um listen, I'm okay with everything that happens. But I look at those scores and I go, okay, okay, <laughs> all right, all right, You got all right. We want to keep this guy around. We want to keep him solvent. We want to keep him in the. I, I got you. I got you, but don't tell me that this urine on my head is rain. It is not. It is urine.
1: John.
3: Uh, well, I'm glad I didn't go out into the urine last night because it was, uh, I didn't know that's what it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I just got really I got bored of this. It was the fight was frustrating, and boring because all it was was they were kind of standing up, kind of pitter pattering back and forth, picking each trying to pick each other apart, and also it was very frustrating because uh strickland stand-up is just atrocious and i don't know why that confuses the hell out of some mma fighters you know this is he he doesn't he wasn't close the distance and really using any grappling in the, the, what i saw and and but it was not like he was afraid to like channel you know like to, to do a combination more than one punch at a time because there's no way if you see how the way strickland stands it's like it's like a half ass billy shell it's yeah. like there's no way he's gonna defend it against. I don't know. It's, it was really frustrating. I couldn't take it after a while, and I yep. and I switched the channel. So yep. that was my that was my take of that fight.
2: I was tweeting out. This is killing me, killing me. You know, I mean, if I wanted to, if I wanted to pull up and watch some guys spar, I got plenty of options around my house. I don't need to watch it on TV.
3: You know? I, I, gotta, I do got to talk to an analyst because I don't know what it is because Strickland's stand up is atrocious. We saw it's a Pereira just, you know, knocking him on, you know, just basically laughing at what he was doing. But other fighters seem incredibly confused, stymied by what he's doing like frustrated and I don't get it and I don't get it yeah. so I gotta talk to some. someone's gotta explain to me what is so hard for other fighters to figure out what he's what he's not because he's not doesn't seem to be doing shit defensively when I watch him
1: well my, yeah. my problem is is that Nobody goes in there and attacks his legs. Chop his damn legs yeah. down, and people tend to not go for his body a whole heck of a lot. I mean, I've seen him take some heavy blows, but it's it's not a standard. And the way he stands, his midsection is so exposed. But
2: I,
3: yes, again, all that. Yeah, the whole fight there, like, why there's no leg kicks? He's not he's just standing straight up. There's no there's no clothing. There's work in the body. He's not defending the body. It's, you know, even then, it's like you work the body, he's going to drop the hands, and you could, the ways, there's no way you can get his hands up in time that you couldn't throw several strikes to his face at that point. I don't know. It's all, I'm just watching him. I don't get it. I don't get it at all.
2: The goal is to clear a path for him to get back to that mic as soon as possible, and that's what he did. He gets to the post-fight presser, and he's going like, oh, I'm going to kill a guy. I'm going to kill his whole fucking family. I'm going to kill, 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 kill. <laughs> I don't like to stare down. What am I going to have sex with this guy. And, you know, it's entertaining. It's entertaining content. But, uh, you know, uh, the only reason I care what he says is because he's a fighter, a fighter who magically, like Bruce Lee, wins fights without fighting.
1: All right, let's go to the co-main event now. I'll, I'll hand it to you. Dan Ige looks sharp in there. Yep. That said, I wanna I wanna point out one thing. Damon Jackson was coming off, I believe, a five-fight win streak over some good guys. Damon Jackson is a good fighter. He had he's an excellent grappler. He had has, has budding hands. You know, he's got pretty decent hands. What he doesn't have, though. Is a really sturdy chin. And boy, Danny Ige's got them hands. And it's nice to see him get back in the wing column. And with such um, an exclamation point. Eugene, what did you think? Were you happy to see the old guy get it? Well, you
2: know, I I have picked Ige before. And I've been on the losing side of picks picking Mm -hmm. Ige. And I generally uh, like him. Uh, but I and, and I felt feel the same way through this whole fight. I still felt at any point that he was going to like the Joy Division song, make a fatal mistake and get taken out. I didn't feel like it was a dominating win, even with the very cool, you know, knockout walk off. Um, you know, the clouds cleared and there it was. And he took. But uh, the big surprise for me was Jackson. It was like. What? How Am I Rip Van Winkle? Did I suddenly? Did he suddenly get old between the last time I paid attention and now? No, his, what,
1: you're talking about the hairline. No, he's been <laughs> prematurely old for a while. No, no, I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about the hairline. I'm just talking
2: about he was off. He was oh. off. It was like he was noticeably off. Like if, you know, this is something where somebody close to him should say, hey, man, y- you OK? <laughs> you know, it's one of those "Are you okay?" moments. He, it did not look like anybody, um, which leads me to have questions that I'm just going to murmur here. But how was he so on so recently for other fights and so off for this fight?
1: What happened, Damon Jackson? It's like I said, he does have a a, a bit of a soft spot on his chin, and Dan, I didn't expect Danny Gay to find it because I expected Damon Jackson to immediately run for a takedown you know or do something to get this thing on the ground but um Ige wasn't having that he boxed him up I mean I that was a great performance from Ige
2: it was great right up until his his I mean I, I really felt actually moved by his acceptance speech mm. but the religion thing always puts me off sorry
1: mm. John what'd you think well,
2: I missed part of
3: the first round, but uh, I, you know, I did I, The reason I didn't pick this fight was not because I didn't think it was like, you know, it was a decent fight in some, many ways. But I just was a, a frustrated that this was the top of a card with guys on long losing streaks. It just, it I just was my breaking point last week when that when yeah. I saw no, two no. fight two fights. It's just like Jesus, can you get some like acceptable uh, the stuff that really should headline a card or be at the top of a card? But I. I just thought, I mean, he he just made a common – You know, he didn't properly tuck his chin, if I remember right, when he came in and got. It was a beautiful, like, yeah. oh what, a sh- shovel hook or something. I can't remember exactly the strike. I'm trying to remember exactly what happened, but he stepped yeah, in, and a- it was a perfectly timed. I think it was a shovel hook he threw. Yep. Uh, but it was, but at the same time, it was you know he he gave it was a lot of it was Iggy's mistake. So, but it was a, it was a nice it was a nice fight. It was entertaining. More, much more entertaining than the first couple of rounds of that main event.
2: Yeah, agreed.
1: Let's talk about Roman Kopilov defeating Punahele Soriano. You know, Soriano has everything. He has power. He has speed. He, You know, all the tools, but he can never get them all to line up at the same time.
2: Yeah, it, that last night looked like a cardio issue to me. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know. But he 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 also seemed uh, uncharacteristically ca- off. But,
1: oh, Roman Kopilov is a badass. I love that. But dude.
2: but Kopolov was was not uncharacteristically off and not uncharacteristically on. He was he was like a house on fire. And yeah, that guy. Yep, yeah, yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm a big not, fan of not, him. I I like that he ha- he shows growth from fight to fight. Yeah, I became yeah, a yeah. fan of him in his, the loss that he had three fights back or two fights back when he fought um uh, what was it Duryev? I think it was Duryev. Yeah, I think it was Duraev But anyways, that fight he lost it, but it was such a good fight. I became an immediate fan.
2: Yeah, I don't remember this, but yeah
1: um but in any event and then he, he he's on a two fight streak now so it's good to see him get the wins and and make progress because he looked really good really sharp John?
3: no i, I was watching the 49ers game during this this part no so.
1: problem all right we'll get to the uh, uh, did they win
3: yeah 49ers won they they they, they killed him. it was a it was a blot okay.
1: you know. <laughs> all right next up boy Raquel Pennington. Ketlin Vieira. Man, oh man. If you... Listen, I will give Rocky her due. She's a tough girl. um, But boy, does she make a fight ugly. My God, this fight was awful. I'm sorry, y'all. It was terrible. Oh, I what? tweeted in the middle. I mean... I was literally nodding off here. That was an awful fight. But <laughs> really? Oh no, man.
3: Oh yeah, it was it was the almost the flip side of the Strickland uh, Imovap where where Strickland's defense was so annoying and neither was doing anything. This was like their their offense, there's like neither neither their offense was doing it. It was just like just like random punches were being thrown.
1: Well, Rocky to her credit, I think the one thing that put her over the the edge with her clinch work you know she was landing those knees but that oh yeah that
3: yeah that, that's that but that first I, I thought Vieira was gonna win but you could just see that first round Vieira, and this was one of my two fights I cared about so I actually paid attention to this one Viera, she kept throwing the straight right mm-hmm. and it was I've never seen a more obvious straight right in my life. Like you could, there's no way you're going to hit anybody because it's wound up so much. Like there's such a pause of her cocking it instead of being, you know, there's, it's not up a piston. So it's like, you are never going to get someone with that. Never. And it was just ugly to see again and again. And I think in the second round from that, uh, Pennington could kind of like read her strikes and was, you know, stepping in to get the glitch and doing all this other stuff. So that was, I mean, Fader could do that because he had a great, you know his takedown was so amazing. He could fake you out and throw this that old oh, casting over, uh, over and right. But uh, uh, Caitlin, she has no, she has no way to mask it. She apparently she's allergic to throwing a jab to set anything up, or doesn't even have a jab. I don't know. It was, it was frustrating to watch. <laughs> Especially because I picked Vieira, didn't I? So that was really all frustrating. That's, that was the real frustrating
1: part. All of us did. We all picked her. So yeah, we're oh, all of the We're all really? in the guilty boat. I, yeah. thought, I, thought, I thought I picked Pennington. No, you did not. You
2: picked Ket- Ketlin Vieira. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm just going to tell the world I picked Pennington.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're allowed, sir.
2: All
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, right. Let's, let's move on down the card here. Now, here was an impressive, impressive guy. Umar Nurmagomedov, my goodness. He is the one, I think, got all, everything. The total package, the hands, my God. Honey Barcelos has never been knocked out. Never. Mm-hmm. That was not the outcome I was expecting. But now, boy, well, was it and awesome. I, I,
2: th- I think everybody was surprised, including Nurmagomedov. I think he was like uh, what, oh 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 I think he was really surprised that that it played out the way it did. Good for
1: him, John.
3: Yeah, no, that was that was I was that was super impressive. And this is like we. I think I compared him to like the Boots Ennis. Uh, mm-hmm. this, uh, and it kind of, I mean, not the Boots is fighting better competition now, but this like a year ago, Boots is fighting good guys. But you you kind of knew he's going to win because he's such a other world talent. And he kind of showed – I mean, he looked really sharp in there and his – I was really impressed. His punch kicks, his uh, push kicks and, uh, and front kicks are just – wow, what a weapon he uses with those. He's so fast on those. And he can deliver them in such a way that, you know, the opponent doesn't see him apparently – kind almost doesn't see him coming. It reminded me of uh, Josh Thompson using him back in the Strike Force Championship days. Yep. Yeah. But, I mean, what, what strikes me about number of is just how – how powerful and fast he delivers it. Like it's, it's coming out of left field for You just, you just don't have time to really react. And it's, it's a good jab. Keeps you a distance. I was, I mean, without any grappling, I was super impressed. And the power, yeah, obviously demonstrated was impressive too. So I'm, I'm excited for his future.
1: Me too. Definitely. Um, Next. Even though, even though I have suspicions. Of?
2: That he's not really a Nurmegatamov. Yeah, yes. In the old in the old days, I remember one of the things about Vitor Belfort is that he was offered the opportunity to be a Gracie, and I was like, the guy who was telling me this, I go, well, what do you mean be a Gracie? He's either is or he isn't. They go, no, like he, they would do something where he used the Gracie last name. They sold it to him as a PR benefit, as a business move, as you know. It's like everybody in Menudo is, you know, or J- Johnny Menudo or whatever. I mean, so I thought, is this one? Is he really related? And then, and then two, um, I, I, John, maybe the two of you would know better. It, it seems like uh, those guys are like cerrone esque, with like not really knowing what money is. It's a I'm not saying that they're legitimately winning these fights. I'm not saying they're being given a leg up, but they're also getting looks where other people are not getting looks. And I think I'd like to imagine in my paranoid universe, the conspiracy that part of that has to do with the fact that they're not really driving super hard bargains. It's like if if the bald one says, I'll give you 20. They'll say, ah, fine. That's fine. I'll take 20. I'll give you 40. Ah, I don't really fight for the money. So yeah, sure. I'll take that. I could be wrong and crazy about that, but I just, um,
3: no, I think there's, there's truth to that. I mean, it's like uh, the, they've said about Brazilians, too, because, you know, the, the pay uh, is so much higher than what you would make in Brazil, right. that, especially coming in, your early days. But, I mean, Khabib, my understanding is he, he was pretty, at the end, he was driving a pretty hard bargain, you know, yeah, asking okay. for, he's getting a lot more. And and, the, and same with, the, I mean, the difference is Chamayev, too. The one thing they have going for him is apparently, Chamayev makes a ton on sponsorship, apparently. And, uh, mm-hmm. and because the Middle Eastern, you know, or uh, and that region of the world uh, willing to spend on those guys that they wouldn't and would, that no one in America is willing to spend on uh, American right. talent. So there's All also right. that benefit. So All right. All
2: right. Hmm. And, and, and they're also sort of joyless. That is one of the reasons why I was super happy last night that we got some personality out of, yeah. out of one of these cats. He was really happy, surprised. And he was emoting, and I was like, cool. I mean, I used to be a big fan of Oleg Toktorov, and I kind of prefer that, you know. Just, yeah, I won. You know, act like you've been there before. But, uh, you know, it, there is nice to see some variation there. So. Yeah.
1: Next up, Javid Basharat defeating Mateos Mendonca. That, I told John last week that this was going to be a little bit more competitive than what he thought and I was right because you said he was going to just basically run him down
3: I don't, re- I don't recollect of that at all of
1: course you <laughs> don't <laughs> of course you don't I see I'm going to have to get that clip and drag it all over Twitter now
0: <laughs> but
1: anyways um, I did pick Basharat so that was one of my correct picks next up Abdul Razak Al Hassan defeating Claudio Ribiero.
2: It was nice to see him back in the winning column, I, and he was sort of happy to be back there too.
1: Yeah, so. and it was yeah. uh, that was a nice KO too.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Sean, I
3: didn't watch the prelims at all. I have I have things to do.
1: Oh, okay. uh, really? Like what?
3: Things. Can <laughs> I do them?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay all right
1: uh next up this guy gonna keep my eye on him mateus Rebeki defeating nick fiore nick fiore should not be in the ufc at all but uh yeah. mateus Rebeki did what he was supposed to do he, he beat him from pillar to post it, it was not yeah. only that
2: <clears throat> not ha wish i had known known
1: associate
2: right here He's from uh, Stechen, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure I saw the guy who runs the Berserker fight team there in his corner, uh, Piotr uh, Baginski, uh, a place I've trained every time I go to Stechen. So. Right. And those guys, those guys, routinely, every single one's a killer, and that's not even a joke.
1: Okay. Well, I'm definitely keeping my eye on him.
2: Care. Big care, yeah. big
1: time, indeed. Uh, next up, this guy's a care for me too. Alan Nascimento defeating Carlos Hernandez. He be, he's a care for the reason that you know the 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 original premise, fight an exciting fight. Man, he's awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm glad mm-hmm. he got
1: a bonus too because you know we don't always get these guys this far down on the card getting bonuses. Everybody has mm-hmm. that recency bias for the main card when the bonuses come out. So it was really yep. nice to see him get that. John, did you yeah. see it?
3: Your no, no, I, I, I didn't, I didn't know I'd be called on since I said it. I didn't see any of the, prelim, I know, the but prelims. I
1: figured that maybe you might have seen like the clip on Twitter or something.
3: I did not. I was so preoccupied with the uh, John Jones gone and um
2: and uh, Ganu no, storyline that I was getting my phone
3: was going off the hook yeah. at that point.
1: So I, I, don't even
2: start. Don't <laughs> even start with this.
1: I, I, I think that that probably did happen though because oh my God, that news, geez. No, but I'm I'm
2: like you know what uh, you know there's some of us who are still steaming about the mm. failed Randy Couture Fedor fight mm-hmm. you know me so uh, yeah, this guy is a sport killer I'm yeah. talking about the bald one yep. I don't know I, I'm it's gonna take me some time to get over this in actual fact you know
1: agreed 100 percent I mean I don't mind the John Jones uh, Cyril GaN fight I actually think GaN has the exact style to beat Jones, but you know who would have been um, much more interesting? Francis and Ganu that would have been kind of neat to see how their wrestling played out against each other. Um, if John exactly. could stay away from the those hands long enough to do, get anything off, but I still wanted to see it, I can't help it. It, but- it
3: well, been the part- a much bigger fight, it's that's for sure. The, the Jones and Ganu that's when I was asking people, that's what everybody. Everybody inside and outside the UFC. And so they, they thought that's the, the basically a mega fight, like yes. a million plus selling pay-per-view.
2: Yes. And, yeah. And, and of course, listen, <laughs> they, they now, you know, if you want to look at this like chess, they have now created a situation where it will never happen. Jones has no interest in boxing. Right. So it's not like he's got a payday outside waiting for him. He has interest in getting, a you know, fair value for the fights. He's put it, you know, that he's putting away. He's got he's just signed an eight fight deal. Like so it's dummy. not
1: he should yeah, have it's, never done that.
2: yeah he should never have done that and and, but you know he's barreled he's over barrel he's got no choice got to do it at this point so the 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 chance that he could say oh you know i got one fight left on my contract screw it i'm gonna go and uh uh, and ganu and i are gonna do this fight anyway that's done that's like done like it's it it literally has just jumped into fedor randy a fight that you will never ever see how does that taste
3: yep yeah i I mean the the, the, what was jones has always been complaining the big mistake he's made was signing these super long contracts and what does he do he signs another super long contract and which is interesting as his contract his previous one was going to be up next year so
1: yeah.
2: uh, well I, I think i think it isn't didn't, didn't his wife actually leave so they're
1: going, they going that's what to, he to, said if
2: they're actually pushing forward to the divorce and the guys under money pressure they're not and married so they, yeah. what? what's they're that they're
1: not married They got engaged in 2012. They have never formally married. Yeah, what's the statute for common law? Common Common law law is the the common law thing. Definitely, she has some grounds there, but it would not shake out like a a divorce. He would definitely have to take care of the kids, but I don't know if he would have to take care of her. That's the thing. Right. 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 Well,
3: maybe either. one of the reasons why they moved to New Mexico is I think New Mexico is one of the states that doesn't recognize common law. Oh,
1: oh my mm-hmm. goodness. Really?
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's one. I mean, not that I looked up that. Did, ever, they, but, did uh, they
1: move to New Mexico? I thought they were still in um, New I York. thought he
3: does he live in Albuquerque?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: So he does. He because uh, I thought he was splitting his time. um just because of the training. I'm not, I don't know. You, you are informing me of something that I didn't know. So I'll have to look into that. I
2: know. I, I, you know, I uh, just, and then, uh, uh, it's just a disgusting turn of events and uh, you know, whatever, but what the bald one's going to do. I mean, what what I tweeted out earlier is more true. He treats the sport like he treats his wife. So uh, there you go. That's my contribution.
1: All right. Last two fights. Daniel Argueta getting the unanimous decision over Nick Aguirre. Charles Johnson opening the card with that massive KO over Jimmy Flick. Wow. He didn't give Jimmy Flick a chance to get off his grappling. He was like, nope, nope, nope. I got to get you out of here before you get me out of here.
2: Yeah, oh. I, did, I, I was still training then, so I missed that. that. I, I,
3: I, was, I was hoping it was Jiminy Glick that was fighting, and it wasn't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love Jiminy Glick. I love that guy.
1: <laughs> All right, so you know what time it is. Eugene, give us what we need
2: crybabies bedwetters greedy bread gobblers, malingerers fault finders work shy individuals this is less to do with these skills and talents as a fighter and much more to do with the marketing you have to wait put behind you by the overlords of the now no longer failed ipo folks at endeavor and or the uh, i'm gonna change this up and or the wife beating bald one and the oofsy <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like being a don't care side of the equation the solution is simple Fight an exciting fight. Until then, don't come crying to us, bedwetters.
1: Oof. All right. Eugene getting saucy right off the bat. Yeah. As always, we're working from the topology. Quick sheet from the bottom up. Bout order is subject to change. We have woo, 15 fights on this card. Um, We've got two titles at the top. It's actually all right. It's not that and I sense.
2: oh yeah, and I need to say the positivity of last week has evaporated. Mm. I'm back to being my hateful miserly self. So
1: well, you know what? You've got a hateful person right next to you to your left. Because to your right okay. is John, but to your left, you've got a fellow hater in me. Okay. And Good. I'm sure you've seen my timeline. I I man, oh man.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah all right. Yeah.
1: So let's go ahead and 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 look at brighter things, i.e., violence in the sanctioned fashion. So opening the card at 135 pounds, Simon Oliveira taking on Daniel Marcos. Don't care. Don't care. John.
2: Oh no.
1: All right. Wow. Cody Stamen. There's a name I haven't seen in about a year. Uh, he is taking on Luan Lacerda. This is at Bantamweight as well. Anybody care?
3: Nope. No, I expect, though, I think they're setting up uh, Lacerda to, enter, you know, give him a little bit of rub here. But no, no.
1: All right. Next up, Zara Fern taking on Josiane Nunes at Women's Featherweight. Don't care.
2: Great name, but I'm not caring. No.
1: All right. Next up at welterweight, Warley Alves. Good lord, dark star name there.
2: That's a dark star name for
1: sure. Uh, and yeah. he's taking on Nicholas Dalby. Don't care. It's not relevant.
2: No, I'm not caring either. No,
1: no. All right. Next up, Terence McKinney taking on Ismael Bonfim. It's not relevant enough for me. I know Terence <clears throat> McKinney is pretty exciting, but I'm not. Eh, don't care.
2: Well, I like McKinney, but I, uh, yeah, you know what? I, I, McKin- like I, Can I, I tell you I, something? I, McKinney's,
1: what's that? A, McKinney's a Tate supporter.
2: Oh, really? No, yep. We're out. Do not care.
1: That is exactly why I'm passing. Yep. And, yep. and for everybody out there listening. I don't care if you don't like that I pass for a personal reason. Get used to that. This is an opinion-based show. I will not be be caring about this fight, period. John?
3: Well, uh, I, he's fairly entertaining on Twitter, but he's not relevant, McKinney. Uh, this fight's not relevant. Nope. I mean, McKinney might be relevant in the future. He's just not there yet. But the Tate, I mean, if, if he voiced some support and now denounces Tate, I'm willing to forgive. But if you're still standing by Tate now, if you're, that's, that's a pretty sure sign you're a repulsive human being. Yeah. So I hope it's not true. I hope it's not true. He seems I, like I, a I, fairly I, enjoyable I, guy on Twitter.
2: I don't think any of the people I count as friends, and I have some real hard cases as friends, have ever spoken the words, I loved raping you. Period. Close quote. Yeah. No. So. Yeah. No. I'm not forgiving any of that.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, Next up, Jailton Almeida. I can't. This one is where I start caring. Versus Shamil Akhderahimov. Jailton Almeida is a killer. Uh, He's like a a fresh injection into the heavyweight division. Yes.
2: That I actually want
1: to see him fight. I don't care if it's against Abdurahimov. Um I just want to see Jailton go in there and destroy human beings and so I am going to care about this one and I am taking Jailton Almeida.
2: Same same I was impressed with his last outing I'm um, I'm in.
1: All right how about yeah, that John?
2: There's a rule we, I brought up a long time ago about
3: heavyweight mostly mm-hmm. heavyweights you got to be top 5 for me to care about except for the, 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 the guys that destroying people on their way up. Yeah. Destroying people because there's just something exciting about it. And we yeah. saw it with Shane Carwin. We've seen it with, you know, Cain Velasquez. Way before they're relevant, I would be preoccupied with these guys because I like watching heavyweights because mm-hmm. you know they're going to destroy someone. And I got to say, I, I agree with you. And I'm uh, and I'm I'm following you three. It's a trifecta. All
1: right.
2: Well, well, well it's funny. You at at, at, yeah. at Jiu-Jitsu this morning, I was telling somebody – who hadn't heard about me uh, rolling with Cain Velasquez. <laughs> and they were like, well, what happened? I said, well, what happened is I thought I had a chance. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, that's and, a good and, and then I made that fatal mistake that indicated that I thought I had a chance. And he, I could see the, his face change. He was like... Oh, (laughs) (laughs) and then and then it was a savage beating, unlike I've ever had in my entire life. And they and they laughed at me at jujitsu. So
1: (laughs) and they bring it up whenever they want to get your goat, Yeah,
2: you know, whatever. They're like, how could you be so stupid? That's a good question. I don't know.
1: (laughs) All right. Next up, we have Gabriel Bonfim Taking on Monir Lazez. Monir Lazez is a very interesting prospect, I think. Um, I'm not real familiar with Gabriel Bonfim. Has is anybody else? Well, I, I thought
2: you said is is this the first time he's appeared on the card, or is there another Bonfim There's on the card? There's two Bonfims. They're two Bonfims.
1: Yeah, I believe they might be related. I'll have to look that up. But yeah, yeah, there yeah. Are two I, I don't,
2: I, I don't care. I think he's
3: a, a a contender guy when since I don't watch the contender I'm not familiar with them so yeah. I'm not uh, yeah I don't care I mean
1: I'm gonna give me some exciting it, fights it, and then I'll care Yeah I'm going to pass on it but you know um it, it's maybe something to look to look at the winner in the future that's all All right next up we have Tiago Moises taking on Mel Kaisel Costa don't care
2: No no don't care John N- No
1: All right. RoboCop. I love this guy. Gregory Rodriguez, big hands. He's also another really bright prospect in the middleweight division, which desperately needs a a charge. So I'm liking this guy. He's got big hands. We said, well, I said I was going to care about him the last time. I'm definitely care about uh, this fight. It looks like he's probably going to mow down Bruno Ferreira, but I'm not familiar with Bruno Ferreira, so I don't know. Let's just take a look at him and see what he's got going for himself. Oh, my God, he's undefeated. He also comes from the Contender Series, but Gregory Rodriguez is a known commodity. He only has, uh, I,
2: don't, I don't care.
1: He only has one loss on his record, and that was to Armand Petrosian, and it was a split at that.
3: It was um. I thought Brad Tavares was fighting Gregory. Is that a different card or something? You I think it was that an announcement taken away or.
1: From what I'm seeing here on topology, it's this guy.
3: Maybe I'm just. I'm. I'm probably maybe, right. I probably right. Maybe
1: maybe Tavares fell off.
3: Maybe I uh, have no clue, but I guess uh, kind, i kind. I was intrigued in that fight, and this one. I gotta say, yeah, it's not, it wouldn't be relevant enough it's for me. No problem.
1: Me. I'm only picking him because he's got them hands and I like watching him and, you know, I, I'm using the first criteria on this, so mm-hmm. I am gonna take Gregory Rodriguez. Plus, he posts the cutest pictures of his little baby girl. She's- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, we have... Oh, my goodness. Sad fight. Shogun taking on somebody I don't even know. Ihor Potiera. I don't care about this.
2: Yeah, I don't know why they're doing this, except to let the guy go out, you know, oh, go out in style. some. I don't even know if it's style, but yeah, I, I don't care.
3: I I would only care if it's a work fight.
2: and they, We got like
3: some pro wrestling action out of it. It was entertaining that way because, no, it's God, one of my all-time favorite fighters, Shogun Hula, and it's... Uh, and damn it, it's uh, just sad, sad no. that he's still pottering around at this age. I don't, I don't want to see it. So no, gonna, I'm gonna pretend this fight's not even on the card.
1: All right. Next up, this might just be a sneaky good fight. Paul Craig, the the man that pulls yep. out the last minute wins, taking on Johnny Walker, the man that gets them. Uh-huh. Okay. Wow, that's, that's something. A, that's a freaking interesting fight, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm in.
1: I am totally. I don't know which way to go. I'm going to listen to you and John first.
2: I'm going to take Craig. I, I I I keep slipping. I keep I keep uh, Chuckle Delling him. Ah, he's not going to win. He wins. He's not going to win. He wins. He's not. going to Look, you know, uh, Walker has to stay away from him, and maybe he wins this fight. But he's way too inconsistent for me to believe that that's makes sense for me to put my money on him.
3: John. Uh, against someone else, I probably Walker. Against someone else, I probably wouldn't care. But against Craig, it's one of those kind of like they're 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 relevant enough in the rankings, even though I don't think they deserve their spot. And but they're known commodity names. You're like you're kind of intrigued because you know the names, you know these guys. And I gotta go with Craig because I think Walker's just an f up, just an f up, and he's gonna f up again.
1: Hmm. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna put some daylight between us. I'm gonna take Walker.
2: <laughs> you know why? Because Craig, you do that. <laughs> Craig has a
1: button. That's the problem, though. Craig has a button on his chin, and when he loses, he loses spectacularly by knockout. It's very rare that he. Let me, let me pull up Craig's record real quick. I'm going to make damn sure before I take my hand off the piece. Yeah, he lost a grappling match to somebody named Jed Hugh, who lost, and, and he lost via Estimalock. And then wow. he did beat someone named Sam Sweeney in grappling. Um, let's see here. He, and he lost to Volkan Uzdemir. Oh, my God. He lost a decision to Volkan Uzdemir. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when he lost to Alonzo Minifield, he got he got knocked out. He got kimura by Jimmy Crute. He got knocked out by Khalil Roundtree. He got knocked out by Tyson Pedro. So he's only lost <clears throat> one fight. By decision. Mm -hmm. So if this goes to a decision, I I would firmly give it to to Craig. But because he has that button on his chin, it's not difficult to find. And Johnny Walker...
2: It'll be difficult for Johnny Walker. I
1: don't know. I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to put some daylight between us. So yeah. Okay. I probably will regret this, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to live Hey, you know,
2: life. we should get we should get a little file for you and uh, and the, the file tab says uh, your funeral.
1: It says what?
2: Your funeral.
1: My funeral. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. It's your funeral. Hey, you make the pick if you want.
1: Next up, my favorite girl, Jessica Andraj, my little is taking on Lauren Murphy. Now, Lauren Murphy has been looking really good over her last several fights. You barring the Valentina Shevchenko fight, she looks good. But I'm sorry. She will not be able to out strength, out muscle, outpower Jessica Andraj, who can knock her out, who can pick her up and just throw her to Mars. Man. Andrage all the way for me. I, mm-hmm. She's appointment viewing no matter who she fights.
2: Yeah, she, mm-hmm.
3: I, I, I'm, I'm with you on this. I think she's going to just run through her.
1: Yeah. Yep. Run through her.
2: Yep, yep. Andrage fan all day.
1: Yeah, she's awesome. And she's so damn cute. I love her. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, Gilbert Burns versus Neil Magny. Neil Magny is, <laughs> man, Neil Magny's looking yeah. good, too. Goddamn. Oh, this fight. He, Neil Magny is the X Factor in every damn fight. I don't... I'm taking Burns, but, man, Neil Magny crapping in Burns' cake is not off of my my radar at all.
2: Well, you know, he's a gicta. Yeah. And, and so that means, one, I, I said I just can't... If you see that guy at the casino, you got to go to another casino. But (laughs) I'm not going to go to another casino, which means I'm going to get gictified because I'm in and I'm going to pick Burns. And it's already done. We might as well just give. Magni the award right now because I know I know that I know it I that's how he works. That's yeah, how he, he works. He
1: just scrapped an arcade. Uh, you yep. said you gotta go to another casino. That's true. You can't just go to another table. You gotta get off the premises. <laughs>
2: Right. You see Magni in the building, get out. there's no telling what's gonna happen. You gotta if, get out.
1: If if you could get off the same street as him, that's even better. <laughs> hey, you know, I saw Rod
2: Stewart in the seventies, on uh, Central Park West, and I crossed the street. I don't want any of that juju coming on me. I forget, I forget it. I'm crossing the street. Same with Magni. Cross the street.
1: Wait, I don't understand. What, what was the deal with Rod Stewart?
2: Oh, he, they had the, the, the whole uh, 10 ounces of semen in his stomach story had broken. Hey, it was something that, that might affect a 15-year-old boy. I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm crossing the street. <laughs> oh. I, I, I need all my semen. Thank you.
3: Yeah, what's, uh, I'm trying to remember, what's all the other uh, – all the other uh, – musicians that they've had that
2: same story yeah that, that might that might be the case up? but it was two in the morning and was i wasn't 15. taking chances was
3: also, was <laughs> also, he was probably one of the first that it sprang up on you like yeah we don't know yet this thing about making up stories about
1: john, celebrities
2: right 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 exactly right.
1: john the key point in the whole story was he was 15. yes you think a 15 year old has critical thinking come on all he's thinking about is oh my god i gotta get that girl behind the bleachers or yeah. you know uh, things like I, I, I that was going,
2: i was i was i was a disco instructor at 1560. so i, I yeah, honestly i, I think, think my uh, concerns Eugene, were a little bit different yeah. i think
3: eugene's concern was he was a little worried he might not be able to resist
2: rod Stewart's
1: charm.
3: <laughs> 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 I,
2: I think, yeah that too yeah there you go All do right. you think i'm sexy yeah
1: <laughs> john how are you going on this fight
3: Oh, we have a fight! I forgot. I thought was just Rod Stewart talk us <laughs> the, the show. Uh, I got to go with. Uh, I maybe's always just just a he's just a poop in the punch bowl. But I got to go with Gilbert Burns. I really, the Chamaya fight really impressed me. So I think, uh, right. I, I think he actually he takes this.
1: I want to see the uh, the Chimaya rematch so bad. I think that fight would be just gangbusters, and I think Gilbert Burns might be able to come back and and fix what he didn't get right the first time. I'm not saying yeah. he would absolutely win, but I think there's a good chance that he could absolutely.
3: Well, I guess I give depending on how this fight goes. If he looks amazing, yeah, then definitely. I think that'll be on the list of let's remake, let's rematch them.
1: Yeah, that'd be huge too. All right, we get to the co-main event. Man, oh man, number four. Between Davison Figueredo and Brandon Marino, and I don't care. I'll watch these dudes fight 10 times. They always bring it. My, I, I'm going to go Brandon Marino. I just love him. Can't help it. Yeah, because like he's not a
2: Bolsonaroite. So.
1: I like them both, but I, I exactly. I have issues with that. I mean, he's calling for a full-on coup.
2: Yeah, under normal circumstances, I would have I would have picked Davy Figs, but I just I, I just can't. Like Jack Nicholson once said, I just find it hard to be friends with people who are political morons. So uh, I'm going to have to go with Moreno on this one. And it, uh, is it a political pick? Yes, it is. I don't care. I'm going to make it the way I'm making
1: it. That's right, John. Uh,
3: Normally, I'd pick figure too, and then normally, like I always say, I don't care about the political views of the fighters, but sometimes someone says something that's kind of so dumb, like the, the military should do a coup to save us from a communist takeover. I, I got I to gotta tell you, you don't have to worry about a communist takeover in Brazil. The CIA is going to make sure there's never a communist takeover in Brazil. We have a pretty long track record of making sure there's not communist takeovers in Latin America, you yeah. know? So, so I don't think that's, that's a concern that the, the America is not going to keep a relationship with you if that happens. So, uh, that threw me off and I, I'm not like,
1: America I, can't, I, uh, can't keep their, their deals in place with the, the rotten people there that allow them to raid the right. resources that are all over right, South right. America.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: The, I mean, but, that's, that's a big thing with the CIA and America and everybody else is we like to raid the resources Nobody's really paying attention to us because it's being done through a middleman.
3: Right, 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 right. Well, we t- we technically don't. It. It's a third party
2: private corporation.
3: That I,
1: that's does why it, so. I said it's done through a yeah. middleman.
2: So.
3: Yeah,
1: but yeah,
2: yeah, but you know, whatever, Davy Figs. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, how did you think this was helping?
1: Mm. How?
2: I, uh, oh,
1: and then man. you got oh, yeah. the, you know. It kills me. I love Jose Aldo. Kills me that he's just tainted his whole legacy with this thing. And now... You know, he's over here harboring someone
2: that's wanted. Right. And, and, and what I'm saying, like message discipline, that's what I was talking about in the show stomper last week. Why don't you, you know, this is corporate America has gotten this down pat, or any lawyer that you talk to that you know, you don't, the words that they, the word that they love to use is exposure. You, the unnecessary, St- Algermane Sterling would be photographed with tape. On Un, that unforced error, why did you have to? What, what does that mean? What is it? What, uh, you know, going to hang out with Kadrioff, come on, these are these are oh my god, these easily avoidable errors.
1: PR blunders, super, yeah, yeah avoidable. Yeah. You know, take your pictures, do you have to fucking post them? Yep, Share I mean, even Dave, Dave
2: Chappelle circle. was like, oh, uh, OJ Simpson wants to hang out, he's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not falling down that flight of stairs. Oh, oh a sensitivity. That makes sense. <laughs> no, come on. It doesn't take that much.
3: Yeah. I mean, uh, normally, like I said, normally I, don't, I, I I might disagree with the fighters politics. And he's right wing, but it's but unfortunately, MMA, there there's a, such a ha- large authoritarian branch. They often go way too far where you yes. can't ignore it. Like you don't get many. The, the only example really on the left I can think of in MMA is Jeff Munson, and he's the only guy. Because there's just not a lot of and Jeff, you're like Jeff. You've gone way too far. I can't support
2: you. Yeah, he's out of his mind. Extreme
3: nutty shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's but yeah, normally like if someone if a you know if a Paul if any there's so many fighters support Bolsonaro anyways, and I don't like Bolsonaro, but I don't usually hold it against him. But the point where like we need to have a military coup to bring him back in power, it's like okay, I can't ignore that. That's like you're going a little too far.
1: Yeah. But then you have to look at the the overall face of the thing, of the whole community, basically. How many do you think have a, a college education? Because when you look at stick and ball sports, they all come from colleges. But well, uh, more, more than
2: that, I found it to be gener- generational. Mm-hmm. Look, all the young Brazilian guys that I train with are definitely not bolsoneroids, you know. Well, um, I'm not it, just... the, guy, the guys over 40 definitely are. Yeah, so.
1: I, and I'm just looking at this as uh, an educational factor. Yeah. It seems like I, there's... See,
2: I, I, don't, I don't think that's it because
3: a lot of the guys with college educations, because, because a lot of guys of wrestling and stuff, they get into MMA in America. They also hold... I think it's the people that's drawn... I mean, look, MMA is a sport built on the idea that the strong... Defeat the weak Mm. and get what they earn based on their totally on their might. That's a mindset I think that's very conducive to authoritarianism or or far right. You know that type of power takes takes what they 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 can get. It's power that gets you what you want, and I think that's what that's where we're we're at. But who knows?
1: So it's a bunch of alpha male bullshit.
3: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because that's why you get a lot of this kind of nonsense alpha male. You know the men's rights type stuff.
1: I still would be interested. I still would be interested if someone uh did the legwork to find out exactly What percentage of MMA fighters uh, have college education of any sort? Not even a degree, just college education of any sort. Um, I'm interested to find that out because uh, one of the criticisms of our sport is that we get the people that can't make it in stick and ball sports, that this is the easiest entry point to be an athlete, a pro athlete. Would you guys agree or disagree on that?
2: <laughs> those people who say that don't know what they're talking about. Okay. I would I would easily show up for a soccer scrimmage, any <laughs> rather than go to AKA and <laughs> work out with those guys easily.
3: Well, no, I do think it's true that there's the easiest, the barrier to entry, Mm -hmm. it's like it's violent and it hurts and it's hard, but the barrier to entry, because you don't have the, there's not the large pool and at the top of NBA and basketball is a small, Mm -hmm. a small pool of people play, but a huge pool of people get into the sport where this, it's a smaller percentage get into it because very few people like getting punched or are willing to get punched in the face. And so the barrier to the chance to get progressed into some sort of professional class in the sport is probably a lot easier in MMA than it is. I even boxing because boxing there's, I mean you could become a professional boxer and stay in a four rounder, but boxing has a pretty intensive uh uh you know minor league system in the amateurs. Yeah. So it's you know guys come in with a lot more skill generally speaking where. Yeah, I would say there's some truth to that, but uh, okay. the college education thing—I don't know if that uh, plays a part. I mean, like white actors know. are incredibly liberal, incredible—you know, far—you know. That, I think it's a lot has to do with the profession and the way it works.
1: I'm more referring Which to runs- the fact that you have guys with really okay. There's a lot of flat earthers in. in oh yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm looking at. Is we have but a the, lot of the- really the- awful opinions. We have a lot of. Dumb opinions. People just seem outwardly just like they haven't been, e- been educated past the fifth grade.
3: But the, the funny thing about the Flat Earther, the, the most prominent Flat Earther is Bryce Mitchell. He has a college degree.
1: Oh, my goodness. Jesus Christ. Uh, well, there's a <laughs> neighborhood. Uh, but anyways, let's move on. We- well, he's, he's from
2: your alma mater, John. Is that what you said? I'm sorry. Well, and my alma mater is from the, you know, the, the School of Hard Knocks. Actually.
3: I didn't go to any of <laughs> uh...
1: So, Glover Teixeira, Jamal Hill. I am going for Glover Teixeira one million zillion trillion percent. I hope he hands Jamal Hill his teeth.
2: Uh I think we're, we're we're aligned on this for the same reasons. Why? Why would you make your pick like that? I wonder.
1: Hmm. Can't yeah. begin to to even speculate.
2: Yeah, yeah. Fuck Jamal Hill. Sorry for the language.
1: That's but, all right. Use all the language you want. It's it's yeah. warranted. John,
2: uh, man, it's a
3: coin toss for me, but I gotta go with the. Uh, well, I gotta go with just to share because he's the old man, you know. Because I'm an old man fan, and but yep. uh, at the same time, I also think because uh, I haven't, I don't think Hill's really beaten anybody of this had a fight at this level yet yeah.
2: yeah and
3: i think it's one of those things where he's gonna i mean he beat you know he beat santos tiago santos is was, was basically a shell of himself yeah and walker and, i mean those are wins and then Ovenson prue i can't remember all the other people he fought but those are like way those are a step or two down below yeah, yeah. where to share has been lately so i gotta although you know there's also a chance glover might be just to shell himself after that last fight no nah. could take oh, a lot no. out of him
1: you no, know what? Like, can... Glover is so damn durable and he's yeah. defying all the odds. Even in that loss he looked incredible.
3: Oh, he did. He showed won the
1: on fight. That, based on that fight alone, even if Jamal Hill hadn't shown his ass, I would still have picked Glover because I think that yep. Glover has more than a man. I think I would I would put the odds at about 75 to 80% in Glover's favor just based yep. off the fight with Yuri.
2: Well, plus I I I want to I want to give uh, Jamal Hill, you know, as much time as he needs to to get back to putting his lips on uh, Dana White's ass. <laughs> so, um I would I'd hate to take away from the the valuable time that he spends doing that. So, you know, uh I'm hoping that Glover takes him out in the first round and gives him the time that he needs to to get his lips reattached to uh to the bald one's ass. <laughs> All right. No, that I'm clearly that's important to him, right? Because yeah. nobody was asking him, but he he got right in there to offer an opinion about wife slapping. So
1: Yeah, and then took it a step further and saying that if she had acted with respect and class, she wouldn't have got slapped up.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? I hope someone in the, the fight, the post the, during the press conferences and stuff, but Dana White's right there with him.
1: Someone gets up and asks Nobody him what those will comments. Nobody say anything to Dana about the incident ever again, because when Brett Okamoto tried, you saw what Dana did, right? He bullied him. He barked back at him and he basically dared him to continue that path of questioning. See, I'm sorry, I'm going to say something here that is probably not going to sit well with some people, but they sent a man to do a woman's job in there. They should have sent the woman in there because Dana probably wouldn't have been as bullish and might have actually listened, but he has this tendency to bulldog all of the reporters. And I don't hear very many women in that room, but I feel like a woman would have stood her ground and I feel like Dana probably wouldn't have bullied her. I, 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 think, you're, I
3: think you're right. You're right on that because it, it's also yeah. the optics. Him yes. bullying a woman would have looked bad on exactly. yeah. It would have so made sent, the story bigger. So that's
1: that that was the rest of the point I was getting to is they sent a man to do a woman's job. And there yep. are women uh, in this in, in this business that could have gone there. There's Amy Kaplan, uh, Loretta. And-
2: Loretta,
3: <laughs> there's Loretta not, Hunt, unfortunately, but unfortunately doesn't Hunt. cover MMA yeah.
1: anymore. But a- Amy Kaplan's out there. There's a few people out there that have access. Uh, I believe Anahisa, but I don't know that she was there. That's the thing. But uh, yeah. you know, Amy Kaplan is at almost all of the events. And, and Amy, been... oh
3: sorry, to, sorry, to, Amy Kaplan also has the ben not the benefit, but she has the 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 she's openly talked about she's she's a you know she's experienced yes. domestic violence, yes. so she has that.
1: He, he stood right in Brett Okamoto's face and in the figurative sense, he was, they, it, he didn't stand up in his face. This is figuratively, but he basically stood over him with his hands on his hip, looking down, daring him to say anything. That's the image in my head. When I and, heard did Brett,
2: the, and did Brett fold? I didn't hear it.
1: He did. He didn't well, say I,
2: anything I, else. I, the trick,
3: though, is not to ask Dana White now. The trick is to ask uh, Hill. White Dana White next to him. Yeah, but Dana White, how, do you, how, do you, how do you how do you say that when Dana White himself says it's indefensible what he uh, said?
1: Brett said, "How do you think this looks? The optics of you not having any punishment, uh, of you you not having any consequences." And Dana immediately says, "Well, what do you think the con- consequences should be?" And Brett was like, uh, uh, uh. "He goes." What are you talking about? My personal life, my professional life, what? And he didn't even know what to say there. And then Dana said, this is only about my personal life. Nothing else matters, but my personal life right there. I would have said, no, sir. What matters is the professional repercussions that you should face, the professional consequences that you should face because you are the figurehead of the biggest MMA promotion in the world, a multi-billion dollar promotion. It's not a good look to have you caught on tape slapping up your much smaller wife, no matter how you got to that point no matter what she did the optics are awful you need to step down Minimum a year, you need to make multiple donations to multiple domestic violence charities. You need to use your considerable platform to reach out to survivor groups and charities and shine a light on them, broaden their horizons, make sure everybody knows about them and is donating to them. You need to be doing all sorts of PSAs about domestic violence. You need to do everything under the sun. You have some making up up to do. But to sit there and bully anybody that dares ask you, oh, Mm -hmm. you are trash. You should have never shown up to this event or to the presser. You should be out of the public eye for minimum a year.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: Rant over. Sorry. Um, Yep.
2: 100% on the money. In fact, that's what my uh, sub stack's about. Again, two weeks in a row. I don't think anybody Outside of the fate, ill-fated Aussie, has earned two weeks of 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 uh, consideration or th- two weeks in a row. It's just it's disgusting to me, mm-hmm. personally disgusting to me.
1: It really is, and the whole the whole way they're handling it. Endeavor not giving a comment. ESPN telling telling everyone after spending billions for this broadcasting deal, telling everyone we just disseminate their content. They're they're responsible for the actual content. What does the content of the UFC have to do with the fact that you pay them and their 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 figurehead just slapped his wife, chased her down so he could slap her again? Come on.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway,
1: yeah. all right. So I'll start with you, Eugene. What you got going on this week? Where can we find you?
2: Uh, I got the uh, Monday, this show, Tuesday, uh, 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 If the Shoes Fit. I got the Show Stomper uh, happening and uh, uh, and the Substack. Look what you made me do, Substack. I also, unbeknownst to many... Have just written a piece for Alta Magazine. It's a big online as well as print publication. My first uh, freelance piece for a print publication in a long time. It's kind of cool, um, and it's a it's kind of a lead up to the to the memoir, which is still available for pre order. So you should do that. and uh, And that's it for me,
1: John. You have a new show money out.
3: Yep, new show money. Uh, got uh, last week we had a new Hey uh, uh, Not the Face podcast. So I got two out. Basically about the same damn subject, you know, that's just (laughs) that way it worked, but slightly variant, so listen to both, listen to both damn it, people. Uh, Also got, uh, uh, I'll probably be on If the Shoes Fits this Tuesday, I got a feeling. Thank uh, God. Yeah, make (laughs) up for missing so many during the holidays, (laughs) and who knows, maybe we'll have a bonus uh, Hey Not the Face podcast out or something like that. Well, it's
1: it's coming up time, for sure. These guys always have great podcasts out, so listen to them. Show stuff?
2: As well as we can't forget you, your debut on uh, the Bad Boss Brief. Oh. Got to thank Steph publicly for that. That was uh, ph- uh, phenomenal, your contribution. Thank we had you. the you. Fir- it's every two weeks, so we had the first one last week. We'll have the, the next one the week after and uh it's uh, with me with another step Steph Perolo talking about asshole bosses oh I boy hope it's you such have... a such a right pl- wonderful time for that right
1: i hope you have let's see dana white in there and the... already been in <clears throat> what's the crypto dude's name with the that they just captured
2: uh, sam ba- bankman fried are you going to talk
1: about him too
2: no, what I got that? Benny off. I, I hit Benny off up at his rambling press conference. He's gone from one of the best places to work in the, the world to, uh-huh. and one of the best, most understanding bosses to a guy with a 45 minute uh, uh, all hands meeting, and during which he like, tells people, I'm firing you guys because because who are, who are you firing? I don't know, but you guys. Well, when <laughs> I I don't really know when. So so he's on the list, and then there were then there. Were, Steph had a couple of uh, her, her fave picks too. So
1: all right, well sounds like you guys have an awesome show lined up so i'll be excited to listen to that and if you want to check out eugene's shows we frequently as a matter of fact we always list them in the bloody elbow presents uh, channel as well so we can get maximum exposure between the two channels so definitely find eugene's shows find john's shows and do me a favor until next week please stay safe
0: the Level Change Podcast, the MMA Bivis section, the sixth round post-fight show, sixth round retro, the MMA depressed us, Crookland's corner, exclusive fighter interviews, show money, guest podcasts, the Hey Not the Face podcast, and radio-style play-by-play for every UFC pay-per-view. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Bloody Elbow. Facebook at facebook.com slash bloody elbow blog and as always on bloodyelbow.com